This is the Orange Podcast, conversations with Orange City Council for the local community. This is Alan Reader, and you've tuned in to the Orange Podcast for a bumper dose of buses. This week, we find out more about the biggest expansion ever in Orange when it comes to public transport. Hundreds of new bus routes, all equipped with an app to make the journey even slicker. But will that be enough to make Orange residents take their first bus since school? Will people use the buses once? Um, I think they appreciate how easy it is to catch a bus and we've got a bus here behind us and most people in Orange probably last caught a bus when they were at school and had to climb four steps to get into it. The bus there today does not have a step in it. It's stepless entry, easy access, they can walk on without any having to climb steps, hold rails, and um, it is very easy to uh, access. More from Jeff Ferris from the Bus Line Company later in the show. But first up this week, community discussion has stepped up about proposals to upgrade Lord's Place South. The Council is expanding the community information campaign. And for the first time, instead of waiting for the community to come to the Council, the Council is taking the message about Lord's Place out to Lord's Place by opening a pop-up shop in the Hotel Canobras building. You're listening to the Orange Podcast. This week, Orange City Council decided to put plans for a Lord's Place upgrade out to the community for comment. People have been going to your say site. The community face-to-face meeting is planned. But Orange City Council also did something interesting. They opened a pop-up shop in Lord's Place, taking the message out to the community. We're there now at present with Councillor Tony Maletto. Councillor, do you think it's a it's a good move to take and open a pop-up shop and take the message out to the community? Look, I think it's a positive uh, way of uh, moving forward by Orange City Council. It gives people the opportunity to drop in and uh, and have their say, give their opinion, and that's something which they may not be able to do. With on other occasions when we have public forums or they may not have access to the YOSA uh, website. You're the Chair of Councillors Employment and Economic Development Committee. Do you think these changes will have an economic impact? Oh, they certainly will in a number of ways. By reducing the amount of time people are able to stay in Lord's Place with the parking as it is at, or how it's going to be, that will allow more parking spaces throughout the day. It'll be uh, increased from 603 parking spaces to 792, which will allow a greater turnover of people who want to who want to park in uh, Lord's Place South. So that'll have a positive effect on people visiting the businesses, etc. In the few days since the, the stories first started to get out about the changes here, there's been some community reaction. Do you think it's about the plans or is it about resistance to change at all? I think it's probably a combination of both. I think that people are concerned about the parking and I think those uh, concerns um, are some ways uh, may be uh, justified and, and not justified because people may not have taken the opportunity to have a look at the finer detail on um, what's being presented in the, uh, in the public forums, etc. So, um, you know, that information is available. I can understand people's concern because sometimes people are reluctant for change but I think that uh, Council have managed that change very responsibly. Looking back on other cities that have made these changes, there was a, a flurry other places and a few years later they love it. Yeah, that's totally correct. I, I know that down at Wollongong they experienced the same concerns raised by their residents down there. And um, obviously they were concerned about the disruptions um, to uh, businesses, things like that. They, but uh, now that it's been done... 
they are they're totally embracing the concept and they're very positive about it. And I'm assuming that'll be the same case here in Orange. Could you talk a little bit about the, the process? The council has put something on exhibition. Does that mean they've already made a decision or they want to hear from the community? No, they haven't made a decision at all. Certainly when we uh, looked at um, future cities, we looked at you know what could be done in Orange, um, how, we get, how we could beautify it, make um, it more uh, walkable, and that's what this is all about. It's walkability uh, over parking, and uh, sometimes there needs to be a trade-off, but what Council have done is tried to manage those expectations about losing parking and offering other options in the immediate area. And so, um, you know, that's what they're sort of looking at. Do you think the Council will be making a better decision, a better informed decision, if lots more people take the trouble to have their say? I certainly do. I think it's uh, it's people's right to have a say and uh, Council are offering that opportunity and we can see by the pop-up which has been open here in uh, Lord's Place over a, a three-week period, it's giving people the flexibility. If they're having a lunch break or they're out and about, they can just drop in in an informal environment and that can also be done on the uh, Council website or there's a uh, public forum which is on the... Uh, 22nd of September at the Hotel Canopolis. So that'll also give people another opportunity to, uh, to pop in, listen to what's going to, uh, to happen, what's planned, and give their feedback. And I think that's uh, part of democracy. Orange Council member Tony Maletto. This week, Transport for New South Wales unveiled plans to unleash 200 new bus services across Orange. As well as the actual buses, there's a new online planner to help make your journey and an app that will tell you how far the bus is away from your place and even tell you how many people are on board. There are many highlights for Regional Transport Minister Sam Faraway. One is buses on a Sunday for the first time. Orange, just like Bathurst, just like Dubbo, like Wagga, like Bega, uh, Coffs Harbour, they are fast-growing regional cities. Uh, people are choosing to live here and they want that country lifestyle. But what is important is that we keep pace with the amenities and the public service offering, and we're doing exactly that through our 16 Cities bus, uh, Connected Bus Program. Um, in doing that, that's where we're seeing a 30% increase in bus services for Orange, and uh, I'm happy to be corrected by transport, but these Sunday hourly services are the first time that we're going to have proper public transport proper connected bus services running on Sundays. This is really important. If we are going to support the CBD, support businesses, better connect people between South Orange, fast-growing North Orange, into our CBD, and having bus services that connect the city better, we've got to have this offering. So I think that uh, it has been a huge success where we have rolled out uh, with our contractors, and we have bus lines here today who operate here in Orange, uh, where we've been able to partner and roll out these programs and these services. They have worked. Um, we just need to make sure that we, we let the community know that they have this service offering now, download the app, use the new technology, because uh, once they start to use it and embrace it, I think that they'll love it. People who have grown up in Orange and never caught a bus, what would you say to them to encourage them to try? Try a bus. Come Monday, try a bus. And, and I think that... Uh, uh, in particular as people uh, move into places like Orange from further out west and they want that connectivity to the shops, to the doctor's appointment, to catch up with family and friends or even just to do basic grocery shopping. Um, try it and see, 
just just try it because you might actually enjoy it. You might find it really convenient and it might be that alternative for your transport options that you end up embracing, that you end up using uh, on every day of the week. Western Director of Transport for New South Wales, Alistair Lund, believes the new system won't always mean new bus stops. Not everywhere will have bus stops. Bus stops are really efficient, but also they do take parking places. So there'll be the opportunity to also hail and ride. Um, so therefore, put up your hand when you see the bus coming, pull out the uh, front of your home or whatever and jump on that bus. You'll be able to track that bus using the new technology to know you don't need to stand out in the rain and the cold waiting for the bus, hoping it will come you'll be able to see how close it is to arriving. If a lot of people do that, well, that's meet it, the bus won't meet its timetable. Uh, look, the buses are running every half an hour, so we'll be able to tra- you'll be able to track the bus and know how it's going, and obviously we'll adjust the timetables if and more serv- people use the service, which is obviously the full aim of this, this rollout. How much more service are you expecting? Uh, look, we're, we've modelled a lot more service. You know, having 30% more service is a real change, game changer. Saturday afternoon services and Sundays, people who want to come in and, and uh, see the CBD, young people who want to work as well, better connections to the hospital. So we're expecting a real growth. Council's Infrastructure Committee Chair, Councillor Jack Evans, didn't start riding buses until he got into the habit by spending time away from Orange. Um, growing up here, I never really caught the bus unless I was getting to school and I went down to Wollongong for a few years, got to experience how efficient and convenient public transport was. So to see an initiative like this rolled out in a regional centre like Orange, it's continuing to, to grow and develop as a city, I think is really great. I think we've got 200 additional services a week um, at 30 minutes rolling through. So, you know, as Weird Al Yankovic said, another one ride the bus, you know, get around it, get on them. For people Thanks. of Glenroy, you used to take 45 minutes to get to town. How much better is five minutes going to be? What, how will that make it easier for people to get to town? Yeah, absolutely. Instead of, like, a really short trip, say, into town and then, what, half an hour to get back, you now got the same time travel each way with bi-directional travel. Especially with the connection from North Orange and even the CSU campus down to the, down to the hospital is certainly very convenient and really connecting the cross-sections of the community. Again, for people who've never caught a bus in Orange, what's your suggestion for them? Absolutely, get on them. Another one rides the bus. Jeff Ferris is the general manager of the Bus Lines Company that operates buses in a number of regional cities across New South Wales. For him, it's the biggest change since Bus Lines started operating in Orange 70 years ago. We have uh, operated buses in Orange since 1944, so you imagine how many services we ran in 1944. So um, it has obviously grown with the, with the city and, uh, and will continue to grow. Will people use the buses once? Um, I think they appreciate how easy it is to catch a bus, and we've got a bus here behind us, and most people in Orange probably last caught a bus when they were at school and had to climb four steps to get into it. The bus there today does not have a step in it. It's stepless entry easy access they can walk on without any having to climb steps hold rails and um, it is very easy to uh, access for two dollars fifty anyone on uh, a pension or social security can get a all-day ticket as many trips as they like so the cost of bus bus travel is not exorbitant and is in everybody's reach Um, so uh, the people will hopefully use the bus Two things, once they realise how frequent it is and how easy it is to access the bus. Uh, we've got display signs inside the bus of when the next stop is coming up, um, similar to what the trains uh, do, and, uh, and so we will, uh, people will see advancements in technology in the buses, um, displaying the signs of the destinations and the next stops. When you get to your destination, you don't have to worry about where to park? Cars have, have, are what we've all grown up with, but today... If you look in the CBD of any town, regional towns, now that traffic is becoming an issue. Um, 
and all of a sudden what, what that means for us is we can't get our bus through the CBD as quickly as we would like and make it efficiently. So the more cars we can remove from the roads, the better it is for public transport. So we would, um, we would encourage people to give the public transport a try and we are confident that many of them will appreciate how uh, easy and convenient it can be. A big expansion of services. Are you looking for more people to work for you? We are. Um, with the increase of spread of hours that we operate, number of services, Sunday services, Saturday afternoon, later nights, we need more drivers to drive the buses. They're on the road longer. Um, so anybody who is looking for employment in, uh, is, is a, in a, to drive a bus, whether it be casually for so many days a week or hours a week, part-time, full-time, weekends, midweek, mixture of both, um, there is employment opportunities which is brought on by the enhancement of the timetable. Will you need more buses? We have brought in additional three buses already and um, there's still a, we still may, may go uh, further depending on the, the use of the services. Yeah. So more drivers, presumably more maintenance. How many extra jobs is this whole new well, program we, creating? We're putting a new apprentice on in, the, in our workshop next year. Um, so it will, it will generate probably six to seven new, new jobs and um, we're just hopeful that... Uh, um, people will be interested enough to come along and get involved. The big impact in Orange will be for mums and dads. One mum of four, Lee Daly, believes it will make it easier for her to juggle the daily chaos of child delivery. Being a local mother of four, working full-time, being able to track the buses for the young children, I've got a 10-year-old, is going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, if she's running late getting to the office and I've got to pick the other kids up, that sort of thing, I'm going to be able to let them know that I'm going to be running late, particularly uh, with three teenagers running to different sports of an afternoon. Them being able to jump on and off buses and being able to track them themselves on their devices is going to be wonderful for me. So being able to use public transport instead of having to spend you know, hours on end in the car of an afternoon will be very, very useful. So I'm very excited. Arthur Ayoub runs the Crimmer coffee shop in Lord's Place. He's looking forward to more bus users, leading to more customers. Look, I'm just excited to come down and have a uh, have a talk about this. It's it's good for the town. It's fantastic. Big problem that we're facing at the moment, especially in Lord's Place, is parking. So if this is going to get rid of some of the issues, then, Matt, I'm all for it. Sunday we open seven days a week, so Sunday for me is very important too to make sure that people can want to commute from North Orange to here. They they've got that they've got that option. It's the same as uh, the twenty minute service. The app is a great it's a great thing. I mean, it's, uh, the tracking device is a great thing. Uh, the hail and uh, the calling from where you are from your house it's a fantastic thing. So I think yeah, it's a great thing for the town. I mean, I've been here for seven years now. I also have businesses in, uh, in Bathurst and uh, anything like this is great uh, to improve transport, to improve obviously um, uh, quicker services for the people in town. Uh, like I said, I'll go back to it again because it's an issue we're facing at the moment. The parking in Lord's Place is an issue, especially with what's going on, as Council can tell you. Um, having a bus service, I think will give the human beings one less thing to complain about. I'm sure there's other things, but if that's one less thing they complain about, it's a fantastic thing. Arthur Ayub from Crema. And that's the Orange podcast for this week. Remember, you can download this program anytime from the Orange City Council website or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The Orange podcast is produced on Wiradjuri Country. Until next time, this is Alan Reader. Bye for now. <laughs>